Welcome back to the TCC Show. My name is Noah. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Kai, secondary host. And I am Dallas, tertiary host. And we are also joined by our lovely producer. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Tertiary is a good word. The last time we talked, so not last week, but the last time we talked, we came up with a title for him. Oh, that's that right. That I already forgot. You, did you put it in your notes? I might have it on my phone. Yeah, okay. I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> it, was. it was huge. Not in like a pog kind of way, but you know. <laughs> 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 I'm just being realistic. I don't know what pog means. That's it, fine. It, <laughs> uh, Do you? It's not worth explaining, I think. Mm-mm. Probably not. No. Is it, it a video not, game thing? It would not well, your IQ would be lowered from listening to it. <laughs> okay, it means, yeah, it let's not go there then. Play of game. Yeah. Anyways, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, so last week was a best of the last five, or yeah, best be, blast, 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 blast. How much you had to drink? Not a whole lot. Dude. Yeah, like just practiced. <laughs> I know. Um, so it was a best of the last five guests that we've had on this show um basically what happened uh is it was a rough week we here in the northwest we just got eight nine inches of snow 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 maybe less um and we did end up recording, however, uh, we had a lot of storage issues and equipment malfunctions, and we lost about two hours worth of content. Yeah. So, we're doing this episode for the second time. Um, we're still bringing the hype. We're still bringing the depth. Um, so, two episodes <laughs> ago... And the width and the... You said, the width you said hype and the and girth. It sounded like height and depth. Um, so two episodes ago, we talked about the Enneagram at the end of the episode after we talked about what we think counseling is and how we interact with counseling. <clears throat> and Kai and I asked Dallas and JB to talk about, well, research and then come ready to talk about their Enneagram type. Yeah. Um, and so today they are in the hot seat, both JB and Dallas, um, and they're going to explain what they've found throughout this Enneagram journey, as well as uh, Kai and I will be interviewing them and kind of asking some uh, more in-depth questions to kind of figure out how their type operates. Um, Kai, can you give the people a refresher on what the Enneagram is as a whole? Um We've already done an episode on the Enneagram right. with your Guest aunt. episode way back when. Uh-huh. So I don't want to go too in-depth and cover it a whole lot because the listeners can go listen to that and they can go take the Enneagram test uh, themselves. But mm-hmm. overview, catch the people up to speed. Okay. Basically, there's nine personalities in the Enneagram system. Each personality is represented by, you guessed it, a number. And it's not as simple as one person is just a number, because if I was a two, I could be also be partially a one or a three. So you can have a, what they call it, wing. You can have a wing in either, neither, or both of the numbers next to your main personality type. And if you're that number personality type, you can also be within that either a self-preservation person, a social butterfly person, or a one-on-one communication person. Mm-hmm. Then you can also be within certain stages of growth or unhealthiness. And when you're growing, you'll go to a different number. And when you're unhealthy, you'll go to a different number in your personality and how you behave. Right. That's the basic <clears throat> rundown. Pretty quick, pretty sleek, not telling you which all of them are because, man, that'd take a long time. Yes. Um so to catch the audience up to speed on <clears throat> Kai and I from oh man what well, was that season 2 or was that season 3? I think it was season 2. Okay. I think it was 2 because cuz it ended the season, didn't it? We should pull it up Maybe and give the audience a uh, more conclusive an exact episode that they can go and listen to. Yeah. Um, and while you do that, I'll keep going. Yeah, tell us about your number cuz last oh, week sure. 
we un- we went on this little tangent and uncovered what your number was mm-hmm. and really solidified that. Right. Now, if you go back and listen to the episode that Noah's going to give you, you'll find out we don't we don't come to a sincere, oh yeah, this is what I am in that episode because we can't tell whether I'm a one or a two. Now, I believe, I know, I know that I am a one because we used, because basically a one is someone who, in my opinion, believes everything is right or wrong. They see things as good or bad, kind of white and black. And, and I found out in my last relationship that uh, I just craved being right. And I don't mean like winning an argument being right. I mean, um, more like like morally sound. Yeah. If she was crying, I told myself I'm doing something wrong. I am wrong. I'm bad. Right. I want it to be good. Good versus, yeah. Good versus evil. Right. So I would, and that's one reason I gave into her emotional manipulation so much because it was all centered around, wait a second. She is like in a bad place because of me if I don't do this. So if I'm going to be a good person, I need to do this so she's not feeling bad. Right. Yep. So I'm a one <laughs> um, with a wing in the two direction. Yes, definitely. Did you explain what wings are when it comes to growth and stress, though, for you? Oh. So man. what does the two mean <laughs> for your your personality type? It means that I have a heavy comforting and empathetic side which makes me even more made me even more subject to her emotional manipulation because it's like don't want her to be sad feeling bad for her i can be strong i'm a strong person comfort right yeah um the episode that we're referencing is episode 42 enneagram with holly um i am a I'm a three. Almost said one. <laughs> so let me see say wing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, okay. must have been season three. Oh, because it, yeah, yep, because that was the week of George Floyd, mm. and that was during COVID. That was wow. Yep, and season three was feels when COVID like forever began. ago. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. How long have we been? We've almost been in COVID for a year. It's March been 12th. over a year. Mm-hmm. No, March twelfth is when the world shut down. Oh, you're right. But then it opened back up, and then it shut down, and then it opened back up. Yeah, and then it shut down. it's been a long, it's been a long time. Wow, I'm a I'm a three. So what that means for and I'm, ah, oh, geez, somebody's gonna have this. to look it up. I don't, I'm a three wing four, because I'm definitely not a three wing two. You don't have to wing. You don't have to wing. I do wing to a four though. Okay. So I'm a three, and the threes are, like Kai said, um, very controlling. Um, They want to be loved by others. Um, Can we pull up the the fears of a three? That really helps me explain myself. Yeah. You want to go, JB? Um, I got it right here. Do you have three? Yeah, the basic fear of being worthless. Yes. So that's (laughs) definitely me. Um, something that I've always heard about the Enneagram is whatever fear, uh, stings the most is probably the one that you are. Um, no way. Is the fear of a one being unloved or like unlovable or what's a one's greatest fear? Being imagine. corrupt slash evil defective. Huh. Mm-hmm. So right. everybody obviously doesn't want to be well, for the most like, part. Right. We're all generally afraid of <laughs> uh, all Yes. Of it. We're generally all afraid of each of those. But at our core, one of those is what we always go back to. For me, I'm not always going back to, well, I don't want to be seen. I don't want to do that and be seen as corrupt. Or I don't want to be seen as um, not good enough or whatever. For me, it's the feeling of being worthless. I don't want to be seen as worthless. Um, so what the three looks like for me is I'm like very outspoken. Well, not necessarily outspoken. I think that's more of like a personality thing, more than a personality, m- more than my personality type. With so you're not self 
Maybe you are self-preservation. I think I am. But you're not one-on-one. You could be a social butterfly also. I think I'm more self-prez. I think you are more self-prez. Um, what that looks like is I'm very strong in leadership categories. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm like competitive necessarily. Um, or I am competitive. It just shows differently. If you go back and listen to episode 42... Something that uh, Holly explained was that Noah, like when you, when I, before the episode had started. I love how she did this. Holly said like, Noah, go get up and get a pen or something. Kai, you'll have to help me out with this. Yeah. Go get a pen or race to get that pen. Like hurry, hurry, hurry. Go, 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 go. You go, go get a pen. You stood up and started walking. She said like 10, 9, 8, 7. You didn't. And she started (laughs) counting down. And for her, that threw her off track because normally a three or a competitive type person, someone that doesn't want to be seen as worthless, would speed up the pace and try and race and beat the clock. Um, And I didn't show signs of that. I was like, what the heck? I'm just going to take my time. This is my own house and I can do it however I want. So at first she thought you were a seven. So at first she thought I was a seven, but when I when I reflected back on that story, I was like, I'm not competitive in the sense of like, I'm going to race you to the finish line. It's more, I'm going to manipulate the finish line. So the finish line comes to me (laughs) so that I'm in control of this whole scenario. So, well, and, and what you said in that episode was when you told me to go get that and you started counting down, the thought that came into my head was, it's my house, it's my podcast, I can do what I want. Right. Which makes you win the competition instantly. Yes. Um, so, You're a wiener. So I'm definitely competitive, um, but it shows in more of a controlling side. Because I'm not, I don't like the quick, fast, um, like, go, go, go type board games. I'm more Mario like, let's party. sit down and let's, like, really strategize over this and figure it out. Risk, yeah, yikes! Settlers of Catan, like <laughs> oh, I love Settlers of Catan. It. It's so fun, man. Um, so that's about Kai and I. Um, you ever hear a bunch of college students just say, "Wow, I love Settlers of Catan"? <laughs> <laughs> no, most people hate it. Yeah, but it's fun. I it's enjoyed ri- it. Actually. Ridiculously fun. Yeah, I really I'm enjoyed sorry. it. Never played it. Oh, we gotta have a game <laughs> night. We should. <laughs> we will. <laughs> Really? We'll plan out five hours, just one game of Settlers of Catan. <laughs> oh my god. For real. So I want to turn it over to JB and Dallas now. Mm. Um, one of you guys can go first. Kind of walk us through the process of... Actually, can I... You got me thinking about Auntie Holly's episode. Go can I it. open with a question she had to them? Two questions, actually. Yeah, do it. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, how manly do you think you are? The balls in your park. But. That's tough. Isn't it? It's tough, isn't it? The first question is always the most difficult. Because we all reflect on our life as we know it now mm-hmm. and base it off of that. And that's how we decide our number. True. So that's why it could be different. Just like general manliness is like what you're talking about. On a scale of one to ten, how manly do you think you are? I would give myself a three. feel like an eight okay and what do you want to be an eight (laughs) (laughs) is that the second question yes yeah i would say right in the middle maybe a little bit more so five or six is fine with me so i'm okay uh, with compromise now why are you a three and what would it take to get you to the five or six jb is not fun so we're not gonna go (laughs) those are a little bit touchy subjects at the moment that are meant for a different episode. Okay. So I'm not going to like give the whole rundown. But so your penis say, doesn't work. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to. Like I said, I'm not going to disclose. I'm just going to say like when silly. you lose responsibilities or you lose trust, it goes down. And mm. then when you feel worthless, it goes down even more. So. All right. And that would just lead into my number of being five. Well, Dallas, take it away. There you go. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to hear anything different, but uh, I am a five. And it says, fives are the intense cerebral type, perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. 
And the more that I read this, sometimes I don't feel those, like, come out. Mm-hmm. Even when I feel, like, you guys have done this before, and we have, we have done it before. You confirmed that I was five. But after reading it even more, it says fives are alert, insightful, and curious. I can agree, I can agree with the curious and insightful and alert. But then when it goes down to they are able to concentrate and focus on developing complex ideas and skills, that's like a whole different ballgame for me. Because like I'm not one to be able to focus on one thing at a time because my mind is consistently running, right? going from <laughs> this to that to this other thing and then back down to the other thing and then maybe something completely irrelevant. And anyways, the basic fear of a five is being useful, useless, helpless, or incapable uh, the basic desire is to be capable and competent, and I agree with all of those. Um, you can, the wings? Uh, yes, I wanted to have Kai hang on to something that you had said. Can okay. you read back the uh, read back what you had said about uh, the first part? About okay, so when it said that. It was perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. So, okay, what was the second part of that? In right. that was that's in uh, not in health. What was the part in growth? In growth would be they're able to concentrate and focus on developing. Oh, oh no! Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That? Okay, okay. Keep talking yeah, about yeah. that. Explain why and Kai, hang on to that. Explain why you don't think that's you. Because uh, it's more based on something that where you concentrate on one thing at a time and you fully complete it before you move on to the next. Like, I'm only like that in certain areas where I have to be. But, like, when I'm at, say, if I'm at work, I have a set list of things I have to do, I'll do that. Like, that's, I can concentrate on that because they gave me this big list of things that I need to do and in that order specifically. But if I'm at home and I have all these different things to do, there's no time frame, I'll do them half ass and do it in any different order you I said want half to. Ass. Do you mean half-assed? Yes, half-assed. Okay. Half-assed. So, like, if I had to do the dishes, I would As do, like, a little bit of the dishes, dash. and then I'd go do the laundry and then come back to the dishes or, like, do the garbage in between, you know? Right. Like, multitasking type of thing keeps me from being bored, I guess, I would say. Okay. Uh, Continue. Uh, and it says also that the they typically have problems with their eccentricity, eccentricity, eccentricity. Yeah. I don't know what that word means. Eccentric. Still don't know what that word means. <laughs> kind of like electric, but in personality. So basically Zippy. excited. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would agree with that one. Oh. And then this one says <laughs> no, it's like Gavin. Nihilism. Is that the right? Nihilism. 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 I don't know what that means either. It's the over-encompassing feeling that life is pointless and meaningless and there's nothing you can do to derive meaning because we're all just a set of robots and it doesn't really matter. We all act the same. It doesn't matter if you take the the red pill or the blue pill. You're right. dying regardless. I can agree with that one, yeah. Yeah, nihilism. That's, what I've, that's pretty much 2018 to 2021 has been like, <laughs> woo! Because <laughs> it's just like, you know, you're supposed to get out of high school. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed right. to get a job. And right. you work until you get build up a 401k. And then you retire. And then you do what you yeah. actually wanted to do afterwards. Yeah. That's pretty much how every human being was set out to do. And then ever since individualism came out, everyone's been all over the place. <laughs> you're talking about that's the they's. The they's and the thems, aren't you? The, the zims and the zims. <laughs> 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 Pretty much, yeah, I would say. I hate that joke. And yeah. problems with their isolation. And, yeah, I do like to be isolated, but I'm very good at managing it. So The Zugs. I wouldn't say that's a problem. Tell us uh, tell us about the wing, and then... Um, take yeah. us under your wing, Dallas. Take, a, take us under your wing, Dallas. Under my wing? Mm-hmm. In growth or in stress? Which one? What? I'm gonna explain both of them, but I just pick one first. No, just at wing. neutral. So at you, neutral, yeah. So which you, way do you wing? You wing. You wing. Either eight or seven. As a five. No, no, five wings. Either to four or six. You're thinking growth or stress. You're thinking growth yeah. or stress. So in growth or stress, you go to a different number. Your base number can have a wing, and, and it you doesn't. Said it was four and six. Four mm-hmm. six. Yeah. Or and, or neither. Whoa. So six is like. 
overcompensating or not necessarily over, that was the wrong word I ha- scratch I have, that out i have it all right here if you want me to explain it <laughs> go for it sure four is the individualist the sensitive withdrawn type expressive dramatic self-absorbed and temperamental yeah go back to six <laughs> and this is what i do wing is six that was four that was four okay the committed security oriented type engaging responsible anxious and suspicious that's, that's what I six. So explain that to us. How do you, how do you see that being a six, um, in the day to day or just at work? Because I think, five the five is, because they don't want to be seen as incapable of doing something. Work is such a good example, of, the strong suits in the weak, mm-hmm. the weak areas. So mm-hmm. explain that. So in a work setting, it would be just a, just kind of like how I explained earlier. Like they give you a set, like a list of all these things you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't need anyone else to help you do those things. You're going to go do them by yourself, you know? You don't need anyone else. You don't need any more explanation. And it's like you feel responsible being able to do it on your own. And that's like one of those big jumps of excitement, I guess, for a five or me personally. It's right. like being able to do that on my own without anyone's help or anyone coming over to tell me I'm doing this wrong. Yeah. And then if someone does come over and tell me I'm doing this wrong, it, anxiety goes through the roof and I start thinking about every single move I'm making no matter what it is. Even if I've done it a million times plus before, you're still thinking about it, you know? It's mm-hmm. a lot of times. Wait, so so that's that's what it looks like when somebody invades your... It like invades your, I'd say, workspace. Like workspace. I would say question you. Question questions your workspace. Or just enters your workspace. The one-on-one. So you have a one-on-one with your work. And then somebody enters into that. So now it's a one-on-one-on-one. What is that easier? That one-on-one-on-one? Is that easier than working on like Team TCC in a creative setting where it's all four of us going on one idea mm, which no. which it, is harder it's different when it comes to tcc explain that because tcc is a it's a podcast where you voice your opinion no matter who thinks of what you know right it doesn't matter and if we're all and if we can all mutually agree on something that's cool I so what if that. we don't then we're gonna fight over it <laughs> that's how our personalities clash but we all don't fight like brawl and we don't like argue and freak out at each other you know we're all right. civil mm-hmm. we all consider each other's ideas and then we put our own pit input into it and it makes the others like see from kai's point of view it's like when kai had an idea about something after i'd said something and i was like oh yeah that is a good idea and it clicked in my head mm-hmm. or like whenever you said something and i was like oh yeah it clicked in my head i have like the base idea you guys bring not like the base idea of everything, but I kind of have like the, the foundation of TCC. <laughs> no, the show relies on you. <laughs> no, but you guys bring the more complex stuff to the table, and that's where it clicks in my head, and I actually understand it because you guys understand it more than I do. So, what works better for your personality type? Working on a creative team, or still working on that one-on-one? In my free time, working on a creative team in okay. a workspace, one-on-one for sure, or even just solo. Now, there was this one episode, the one where we talked about slathering fecal matter all over my balls. <laughs> Noah was like, so if I lick your balls... Oh, oh it was the conspiracy theory. That's it was right. about germs. Yeah, so I chose a weird way to remember that episode. It wasn't, yeah, you did. It wasn't Dallas, slathering... No, yeah, well, it wasn't slathering shit on your balls. It was just me straight up licking your balls. Well, the the I asked the beginning question, "How do you guys wipe?" Oh, and then that came about, and then you right. you had the word. Someone said slap. No, that was something completely different. Yeah, we were but talking the thing about is, slap- you guys are freaking crumplers, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I am not. That's how. So <laughs> that, that conspiracy theory episode <laughs> talked about how you wipe front to back, and back to front, and then both. back to front. Yeah, which is. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> two times as much toilet paper, two times the effort. No, I still use less than Noah does. We don't have to rehash it. And then, in order to prove a point, I was asking, I was trying to make a point by licking your balls or talking about licking your balls. He was making a point. I by didn't like. Physi- I didn't lick his balls, guys. Kai's he balls. tried. <laughs> but anyways, the reason I bring that up is because Dallas, you were hilarious on that episode. 
And, I agree. And, I, and the fans it, agree. Compare it I've to the episode I've gotten some good feedback before, on that episode. The, I don't know what, and I've been trying to, like, how can Noah and I, I I've, I've wanted to bring up to Noah, how can we, like, encourage that and produce that in you? Because that was so funny. Like, you carried a lot of the humor that episode by denying Noah's premise, like, no matter what he said or... <laughs> Or just even in your response in general, and and you you brought it up still, and here today you're bringing up some pep, whereas uh, last week was a little bit more laid back. So I don't know what it is. It's probably something in your personal life. It's the wings. It's the wings. It's now, the wings. <laughs> can you explain what like encourages you to be one way or another, even though we're trying to maintain a consistent environment? Right. Is it from where you? Like, what happened in that day? Is it from what happened the day before? How productive you were? Um, it would be... It would be... be, uh, be, 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 be it would be... <laughs> it would be uh, about production. You know, if you're productive that day, you feel a little bit more excited as okay. a person with anxiety. You know, like, when you do stuff, you don't f- think about the anxiety, and it's pretty much non-existent at that point. And then it doesn't hit you until you maybe get home and settle down. And I'm not going to blame it on that, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just certain days where you have your downs and you have your highs. Okay. And that it just you can't just get rid of it all the time. Of course. And sometimes you can. I don't know. It's not something I can really explain. It's all different well, for everyone. I haven't figured it out completely. Yeah. Well, that makes sense for sure. Because, I, feel like I mean, we you... all have off days, but... There's something where you just flip that switch and, man, you just keep going and it's great. Right. Well, it's content. like in the comedy episode, right? Like you freaking that was great right there. Which with and Nate and Chris. And the weird thing is, like, it's not always well. Like that was people, and yeah. you don't love having people no. or knowing people. No offense, but I hate people. It took you. It took you a bit to warm up to them, <clears throat> but once you decided, okay, I'm here. I may as well, you know, be part of the podcast. You were hilarious. Well, and it's kind of like you have to feel out the situation at first because you don't know what's what's going to offend certain people. Yeah. One, well, Kai, even to answer your question, I think, like, think about us and Andre back in season two. Uh-huh. Like, season one was rocky. And I don't think we, we didn't f- know that we we didn't know that, but it was, <laughs> and we didn't find our sound until season two. And I think. It's the same idea for Dallas. Like Dallas's first season was season four, where he's like figuring it out and jumping in and trying to, you know, join and be a part of the team. But it's not until his second season that he's like really finding his sound, being comfortable with the environment, figuring out what topics like are okay to bring up at this time. How do I not step on anybody's joke? Like, how do I land this punchline so it works while also operating with anxiety Hmm. like all of the rest of us and jb this is his first season i think we could fairly expect that in season two jb is going to do the same he's going to step into his sound and where he can jump into the conversation and figure out where his sound hits and how to not step on people's jokes or information and yeah jb yeah giblet so daddy to call him out. I mean, I don't feel like he steps on anyone's jokes. No, and I stepping on his giblets. But <laughs> I think I mean even in like a like team setting, like you or relationship or anything, like you have this like I don't want to call it a honeymoon phase, but that's the best way to explain it. You have this honeymoon phase and then you see some issues and you either overcome them or quit whatever was you know job relationship team or whatever uh so so let's say you move forward from that now you've started to develop some things you know like what hot 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 button issues are i don't know why (laughs) i struggled on that dude what those hot button issues are So you figure out what those hot button issues are or what these big things that you've overcome. Now you figure out your sound and you're comfortable. And then you can, you know, you may run into another thing, but you've already had this previous experience of how to deal with that thing. So now 
dealing with this thing ahead is a hundred times easier. You work past that and you find more sound or more relationship building skills or how to communicate with your bosses or whatever. And so I think that you kind of just building as you go. I love it. Let's talk more about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't so consider the bosses thing. thing to be an actual... I've only had a couple good bosses, actually. All the other ones that I've had. No offense, but... Wait, can you name all the good bosses? My dad. Okay. And Owen's mom. Okay. And that's it so far. So we didn't make the cut. Pissed. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't see you as my bosses. You guys are like my best friends. You should. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take best you friend should. title. I'll take that. I feel we, like I feel like to be my boss, I have I'll to give have a yearly too. salary. Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> not a living wage. We do. It's definitely not a living wage. <laughs> not for some. <laughs> if I live down in my canyon and own it, yeah, <laughs> definitely not the meth den. Yeah, uh, for real. We wait. What was that other point I was gonna make? Oh yeah. Well, like we told you to get learn about yourself, and you did. So I consider less bosses. Boom. I'm just messing with you. So you're a five wing six. Yes, because I'm not expressive or creative. Fearful of being incapable and an overthinker always in your head. But when you come out of that, out of that overthinking, out of the negativity of a five in growth, you go to which number? I think it was an eight. Okay. Somebody explain the eight for us. I got it. Big man, strong, Not no emotions. Yes, but explain that in a healthy five way. Oh, um, <laughs> it would be more because like because healthy five, a healthy five. Oh, because okay. I think. Now that you say that, I think that Kai or not Kai Dallas goes to an eight in, in health. health. I think so too. But when and that can happen. So explain the five from an eight perspective i guess somebody eight from a five perspective? dallas maybe yes because you're not your root lie or so, root <clears throat> root issue or root fear or whatever is still that fear of being incapable you right. don't necessarily go to an eight because you don't in you don't adopt their fears you go to their signs their personality their personality uh traits uh-huh. and build that if right. that makes sense the, the, the <laughs> what are you doing over there i'm so sorry <laughs> drummer boy over here just banging on it just once sorry go ahead kai explain <laughs> okay um going to an eight in health as a five means you're going to be very leadership like you're gonna be productive you're gonna not be caught up in your emotions, but be able to, with your emotions, look past it and see, okay, here's what I need to do in light of what I'm experiencing in my heart. Does that make sense? Yes. Kind of like a buckle down and get determined for whatever it is. Definitely. I really like what you were going to say before that. Buckle down, get shit done. You mean yep. buckle the fuck up? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I agree with that for Dallas. When Dallas steps into like a leadership role, um, I've seen him working on cars before, and I see this, and he's like, nope, don't do that. Grab that tool. Make sure this goes here. Don't do that. Do not touch that. It'll explode. <laughs> Those kinds of things. I don't things. think he would have uh, ever said that. No. No. I'm exaggerating. I'm just like feeding the story. On or you know. Just feeding the shit. Feeding the shit. Boom. I can completely agree with what Kai said, so. Nice. There's no other explanation. Nice. And the, and the unhealthy is goes to a three seven seven. <gasps> seven. Whoa. What is the what is the pyramid the pyramid star oh, thing? Seven. Say? <clears throat> yeah, it is seven. Okay. Thanks Explain that. that for us. Me? Yeah, I liked your previous one. Oh boy. Anyone. I don't okay. know. I'm not familiar with the seven. Seven is like center of attention butterfly, but that's the good stuff. Can I see your phone, Dallas, and pull up the seven traits for me? So basically, Dallas going to a seven in unhealth means his mind is going to be in this flighty, going from this to this to this kind of mode because sevens are known to be all in their projects and like having many things going at once. So for Dallas, it's like not being able to buckle down, not being able to 
focus on one thing at a time is what the seven is gonna when you're being unhealthy is like trying to do too much putting too much on your plate getting overwhelmed not being able to do any of it I see that. Yeah. Makes sense. And then, I mean, and that's then, what he explained at the beginning of the episode when he was yeah. like, I don't see this. Right. Well, and, and what it's going to look like is, well, if we ask you to do something and then you're like, oh, well, I don't want to feel worthless, so I'm going to say yes, and you agree to do it. And then you're overbooked for work, so you go to work because you don't want to feel worthless there. But then relationship stuff, so you don't want to feel worthless there. You get all this stuff piling up on you because of, uh, because of your innate fear. And then it's... It all comes crashing down and making it worse. It's because of these numbers, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pretty yeah, <laughs> That's pretty much it. So JB, let's turn the tables to you, because you're a. I'm also a five. You're also a five. Wow! No way. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks a bit different. So tell us about what you've been discovering. And then kind of just walk us through the same thing that we just went through with Dallas. So, I definitely am... Wait, wait, can I... Before we jump into him... Yes. I have a random thing I want to talk about. I'm just, like, playing with my finger. Today, as I was on the construction site, uh, one of the bosses had bought me, like, breakfast. So, I was eating breakfast. And I'm like, my finger kind of hurts. I look down, and there's blood dripping off my finger. I don't really understand where I cut my finger from. But I was like, whatever. You know, hash brown in one hand finger under the sink water in the other uh-huh. so then like later on through the day boss is like hey how about you go get lunch here's a card go get subway I'm sure i go to subway there's hand sanitizer hand sanitizer boom intense pain like i had never felt before it hurt a lot but then i was painting later that day latex paint hurts so bad in a finger cut it does <laughs> my word and it's still my fingers like in that itchy painful kind of place right now just cut it again and it'll go away (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that leads to unhealthy habits (laughs) okay you're a five tell us about that that was it yeah that's it (laughs) okay (laughs) all right i mean unless you guys have well there's cuts like all over my hands now just because work has been a bit cutty yeah oh you know what else i was walking back to the paint ladder today and i like Walked through my friggin' drill and I got a gash on my on my leg. Hmm. I can't see it. Is it a good one? Did you hand sanitize that? Really? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. It'd be leg sanitized. Latex paint that. No, because I like and that's that cut was through my socks and my pants. And that's how hard I kicked my (laughs) my screwdriver gun, my 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 impact drill. So you're five. Tell us about that. That was the most random tangent we've ever had. I have, I have more. There's a cut here on my... Um, now we I, know where you've I been at this whole my, podcast. My waist yesterday. I was walking into... I walked into a ladder yesterday and gashed my waist from it. Are you just very clumsy on a job site? Or uh, I'm usually not, but this one apparently. Oh, Do you just you. walk under ladders? <laughs> Do you break mirrors? Do you not throw salt Actually, you know shoulder? what? I he try to walk a under a ladder too. at least once a day oh. for my daily dose of bad luck. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I can tell you more. Can I continue now? Yes. So you're five. Do. Tell us you're about five. That. What does that mean to you? Yes. So the needle pulling thread. I am a five. Yes. Um, basically for me, I'm definitely somebody who like kind of pulls back a little bit and observes. You, you, you pull out a little bit. I said back. <laughs> out too that's fine um (laughs) (laughs) um and basically what do you mean by pulls let me let me read this real quick do you mean like read it and so type five is a person who pulls back from the world and and others to observe and prefers to live in their own mind they may be wise visionary and knowledgeable or abstract stingy eccentric and intellectually arrogant yes eccentric thank you um i definitely pull back and like observe things a lot um i'm the type of person like before i put myself in a situation i'm gonna do a little bit of research and figure out what that situation is all about before i You're jump into something no i'm not i'm a think about it and then you're a research do doer yes okay um <laughs> and you're, uh you're look into it or yeah and core fear being annihilated, invaded, or non-existing, being annihilated, 
Yes. You're afraid to get destroyed? That's so aggressive. It really is. is aren't you both I, fives? His cure fear was something way different than yours. It's, it's, it's just, just a different, a different website. Yeah. Annihilated. It's the same idea, though. <laughs> yeah. Being thought incapable or ignorant, having obligations placed upon them, or yeah. their energy depleted. Oh. Um, I can definitely relate that to work in certain instances. Um, being incapable or being thought incapable. Hmm. Um, I definitely hold myself to a lot higher standard than probably most guys in my field. Um, a lot of people like to just show up, do their work, and go home and not give a shit about what they do. Um, anytime somebody says, "Oh, I don't think we're, I don't think you can do this," so we're going to throw this person on this piece of equipment and they're going to go do it. I'm like, okay, well, I can do it. I might not be as fast or as good, but I'll get it done <laughs> and do my best at it. Um, so I don't. I, the, the core desire on the five is being capable and competent. I always want to be like, if I don't know something, I want to learn it. You know, like I just had a situation at work where we had, we were, we were putting curb down um, or prepping for curb and then curb went down and we had a bunch of freaking concrete blowouts basically everywhere because of whatever reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, <laughs> went down and blow out in the same sentence. That's all. Yes. <laughs> Um, good shit over here. And like the whole time everyone was trying to figure out what was going on. And I was like, okay, what did I do wrong? I like very self-reflected on like, okay, was I right? Out out loud or in your head? Yeah. I asked, I asked the concrete guys, Hey, like, was my grade wrong? What's the issue? Like what's going on? And one guy he's, I like I really like the guy, but he's total asshole and like complains about everything. (laughs) Um, he Liking said him and he, yeah. asshole does not go together. He he said our he said my grade was all fucked up, and oh. then the two other um, main guys they're like, no, the concrete's way too wet. Your grade's fine. So I'm like, okay, which one is it? Did mm-hmm. I do something wrong? Right. What was your like, grade? Did you get 100? <laughs> percent It was 225. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I see you. <laughs> but. That that's like all I that's all I was worried about was like hey what did I do wrong how do I fix it how do I set them up on the next run of curb to be successful right which is very much like a I don't want them to think that I'm incapable of doing it I don't want the general contractor to be like hey they can't do curb grade to save their life because the concrete company complained to the GC that we went over on concrete. So then I was like, okay, that falls back on my company. Right. So it was very much so like, I don't want this coming down to me. How do I fix it? Hmm. Which leads back to the being thought incapable or ignorant or whatever. That sounds very stressful. I make it way more, I put way more like stress on myself than most people do. Most people be like, whatever, and just move on. Right. And like my super is even like, am I yelling at you? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, then don't worry about it. Just go back to work like you're fine you know where i'm like putting this on myself so this is a good segue to your wing i have a question for him before go for it so when you said that you got one guy who complains a lot and he said that your grade was shit and then you had the other guys saying that your grade was fine the concrete's just too wet Mm -hmm. that comes from an input standpoint Mm -hmm. so when you take input from other people do you like dwell on it and like think about it oh yeah okay very so do i i was just wondering yeah, like that I can totally mess up your mental and think that, that you're doing unhealthy. something wrong. I mean, yes and no. I mean, in certain ways, yes. In certain ways, no. In the workplace, <laughs> like, I think, I think it's a good thing because it makes me aware. Where other people, if they didn't care, they'd hear that and be like, "Whatever, I don't care." Right. Mm-hmm. No. So it makes me a better employee, in my opinion. It feels like you're taking responsibility for things you don't have responsibility over. I do because I did it. Okay. So he was... I was the operator. He was the one that messed it up. Okay. The grades, so then the curbs blew up. Yeah. That makes sense. Because ultimately (laughs) I hold myself responsible because I'm the one operating. My superintendent has put me in charge of making that happen. And yes, I rely on a grade checker to tell me where I'm at. But I personally did not go back and check my own work. Right. which is what I should have done. And now the other side of that is 
it's great to figure out what went wrong so that you don't, um, you know, try to fix it or mm-hmm. so, so that you can try to fix it for next time. But the counter is you don't want to be the reason you're trying to figure it out is that is to place blame. And uh, it doesn't sound like you're trying to place blame on yourself, but yeah, um, I feel like it more relates back to the feeling incapable mm-hmm. or being thought have that right. thought placed on me. Right. Okay. Right. That's your job. Your job is to do the grade correctly because if right. you don't. I mean, curbs is a very expensive m- yeah. mistake. Concrete is not cheap. If you have to recut, reshape, or whatever when it comes to curbs, that is not cheap. Mm. And if you fail inspections when it comes to that shit, Ooh. like, it's not cheap. Yeah. So. How many other times can you say it's not cheap? It's it's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think the awareness, that's the word that I'm hanging on to. Mm-hmm. I think you're right in in that explain so now explain your wings because when because dallas being a five he's overthinking things like a six right and that wasn't your results that we had talked about right Correct. so so if do you have wings and if so did you get them from drinking red bull yes to the red bull mm. my wing is a four most definitely a four um I'm gonna read what. Yes, read for us the four. Because this was very, like we all agreed. Yeah, it um, it hit home. Type fours live primarily in their own imagination. I and, agree. <laughs> in their feelings, <laughs> they may be artistic, sensitive, creative, articulate, and inspiring, or moody, elitist, and self-absorbed. What? What was that other one? Elitist. 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 What does that mean? Like, Sorry best better yeah thinking that yours in a class the cool kid table right oh the cool kids table yeah i wasn't in that but was i i mean middle school i was but that yeah middle school is a whole different (laughs) ball right it doesn't count (laughs) (laughs) um because i definitely that's kind of like my safe space is like really i'm very in touch with my feelings and i like to be creative that's like kind of been I don't know I've always been into music um I used to be into art which was weird but then I've you know did a lot of photography which was weird why is that just because nobody in my family did art I just thought like so not that art was weird but weird that you were part of it correct yeah Ah. pretty much everything creative to me is very like estranged foreign yeah because like my mom sings but I didn't grow up in a very music like household right like we listened to music but that was it you know my parents didn't play instruments they didn't paint they didn't right. you know they didn't do artisty things right so i mean my dad's always worked on cars dirt bikes guns i mean it it just didn't even it was very foreign to me so it's weird that i'm so into that kind of stuff um but i definitely like go to that go know? to creativity yes walk us through the activities what are you mentioned photography mm-hmm. and guitars mm-hmm. what are what else you got for us i think i remember fishing snowboarding right yeah um you know i so also what does it look like at work with creativity so that's actually interesting because work i have to think outside the box a lot to do things that either one save money, save time, s- save resources, whatever. So like the fact that I can kind of set back, and I have experience in like a lot of different things in my field. I used to be an estimator and a project manager, so I see the job that I'm on in the field very differently. Um, but that's kind of where like I use that creativity at work because I can be like, "Hey, this is what we have to get done. We have this much time to get it done. If we can get it done in." three less days we make the company this much more money and this is how we're going to do that and take that to my superintendent be like hey let's do this this and this and he can either say yes or no i mean he can do it however he wants he's he's in charge right Mm -hmm. but i use that creativity to try to save money but also really think about things and like that's where i go back to my root of a five though because i'm 
I like to be very intellectual and like think things through. Think things Proper through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that. Well, if you screwed your five, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, why are you looking at me? I don't. How, how it's do just you, instinct. Both of you, how do you think being a five impacts like romantic aspects of your life? You ever feel incapable between the sheets? Never. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never. No. Um, Sounds like some liars in the room. <laughs> what are you talking about? We got the lowest of the lows, but not beneath the waist. Oh. Boom. Coming to the TCC OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Best Along and exclusive. <laughs> so I'll give an example one to kind of jump first. start the conversation. Go for it. In relationships for me, like, I am, am competitive, but I think below that, but I you're am... competitive? My, th the three is competitive. Okay. I don't think that's accurate. Yes. That's what you literally <laughs> said at the beginning I know, of I wanted you to challenge me. <laughs> um... <laughs> so the you three is competitive, competitive yeah. but I, like I mentioned earlier talked about how that's controlling or manipulative in my relationship what that looks like is i go hey x y or z needs to be done taking the lead trying to get these things done we got a list let's knock it out like full speed head ago cross huh? <laughs> Is part of the three not being able to <laughs> speak? It's <laughs> dead eye contact. <laughs> it's a head to go. Full speed ahead, a go. Like and so, like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia. And so, when I do that, it can often come across as controlling, uh, which I would say is definitely a three. Yep. And it doesn't go the best sometimes <laughs> believe it or not when so you tell does... somebody hey these five things need to get done right now especially between the sheets it's especially between the sheets thank you these two are like me love that sex life is great yeah we don't have any problems no no is the realist <laughs> so what is what does being a five look like <laughs> in your relationship um I'm definitely the type of person, like, if I have, like, if I'm going through feelings or whatever, I just, I will, like, pull back from my relationship, and I'll just be, like, very in my head, quiet, like, and just overthink the crap out of everything, instead of just having a conversation and talking about it. Ooh. Like, <clears throat> yeah, that that's definitely, I wouldn't say it happens all the time, but if I am feeling any sort of a way or having any issues with anything, that's like my go-to and what I do. Not healthy, but that's what I do. Noah, do you know what your wife is? She's a two. Okay. I'm talking about JB here, by the way. We are. <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I didn't Sorry. even know what was going on. No, you're right. That was so the, like... reason, <laughs> the reason that popped into my head is because you said... Um, that you would overthink instead of just having a conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. and, and just earlier today, I was sitting here, like probably just eating macaroni, and Noah's wife comes in and said, "Hey, I was like thinking about how you were doing and wondering what was going on. And I figured, why can't why don't I just ask him?" Right. And and I'm just thinking how much healthier she is than you. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. No, I'm just messing. I'm just... The two and the five are very different. I'm trying to pick on him so hard today. That's fine. But healthy people are very confident, so. I'm confident, but unhealthy. I don't, yeah, well. I'm unhealthy and unconfident. <laughs> you had no comeback to that, Kai. Confident but unhealthy means you're, like, manipulative. And in my own feelings or just in general? In other people. Like, you manipulate others. Do I manipulate others? I don't You're see it. You're not confident but unhealthy. Okay. Oh. Mm -hmm. He just accepted it. I don't see it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking it okay. through like a five would. No, not you. JB accepted it. Giblet. Mm. So that, that sentence actually reminded me of something. I had a boss at work. Okay, so I when, when I was working on the road all the time and I was always gone during the summer. Yes. This yes, boss. Yes, I remember that hated when i said okay okay 
What else are you supposed <laughs> exactly. to say? He would chew my ass, and I would just take it, take it, take it. At the end, I'd say, okay. He's like, <laughs> he's like, fuck you, dude. I'm like, what? What, I else, just, what else are you supposed I know, to say? I just owned it. And he's like, exactly. Now I literally can't say anything else. I was like, okay, can I go now? He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, he just felt Man. so defeated. But that just, sorry, that reminded me of that. But You, you just very, accept it. Yeah, but very so much funny. so who I am, like, pulled back from it, owned it. Very much a five thing to do. Like, all right. right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to relationship stuff. Let's... Das, what does a five look like for you and your relationship? When it comes to relationships, I'm kind of in the same boat as JB, except probably a lot more isolated than most to a very unhealthy extent is that because you need creative time no, or is that because you're like based on time at all it's just the way my feelings work okay the way that i process my own emotions is by being by myself or being alone in my own head because that's all i know how to do so far as a Whoa. average 23 year old male <laughs> okay. that's it's pretty much yeah i i'm very isolated I don't. I don't mean. I like. I don't like to be alone. And I like. I'm never alone. But that's just the way my mind works. I just. I'm always up here, and no one else is there except me. Right. And that's. I just think and think and try and process it. And it doesn't work this way. So I think of it another way. And then I just keep going. I think going. I think going. And then I crash eventually. Because I, that's in unhealthy. Because I bottle it all up. Because right. I can't figure it out. I just continuously fill up this big giant jug mm -hmm. and then eventually I crash. Hmm. That's that's it. <laughs> honestly. No, I I like it. Thank you guys for uh sharing your fives with us. Uh Kai, do you have anything else? I I feel like this is good. I love it. Maybe even better than the first time we did it. <laughs> nice. I hope so. Roll back. I think it's a longer episode too. Yeah. Let's just yeah. make sure to export it all this time. Please. When, you look when at I me, say like, I have anything to when do with I say let's, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> um, let's remember, as a team, yeah, we all bear the responsibility for Noah's mistakes. Yeah, no offense, but I'm not talking about myself. It's a five for a third episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it right this time. Um, our call to action for the audience: like, let us know who's a five. Because this uh, episode is probably titled Our Enneagram Fives or TCC's Enneagram Fives or something like that. Um, the Fives of TCC. I, I have a question. Would either of you guys, Noah or Kai, guess that me and Dallas were the same? Yeah, we talked mm, about this last no, time. Right. I don't believe I would have. I don't. Because you're not. I don't think so because it's the wing. The wing throws me off so much because you the wing go... in complete opposite directions, mm -hmm. and it, it drastically impacts it. That is, yeah. It's fair. also impacted about how you were raised in your household as a kid right. to, you know, preteen to adult. Plus, JB, you go to the eight in unhealth, whereas Dallas goes there in health. Right. So yeah. However, I I think it's a, it makes sense now that we have like talked it out and you know you watch jb and dallas connect over being a five like oh they're relating on something that not necessarily doesn't mean anything to kai and i but it doesn't nope. mean anything to kai and i well, like, yeah, like they get each other like pb and j yeah. this is this is why we're tcc <laughs> hosts together yes exactly he's a producer no he's co-host Today. Hey, you got a race? Today. <laughs> I got a race. <laughs> I got to use Noah's laptop. Today. With what money? Exactly. <laughs> um, so, audience, we want to know. Uh, well, I'll speak for Dallas and JB. They, they want to know. They want to know who's a five. Yeah, so, Noah and I care less, but. Yeah, we don't really care. I'd like to know who the threes are. Yeah, uh, so, just drop your. Ones, hey. <laughs> just drop your Enneagram number. If you haven't. If you don't know, take the test. Um, maybe read up a little bit about it. There's a lot of podcasts on it. There's a lot of uh, info and websites and videos and all the rest. There's even songs that you can listen yeah, to. Yeah, I want, I want for to each... figure that out because I haven't found that podcast you were talking about. It is. The... <sighs> you cried during yours, right? I did. I don't want to plug another podcast, though, man. Um, then don't. What if we <laughs> only put it 
Uh, why not? It's the Sleeping <laughs> at Last podcast. Okay. Um, you can listen to it, and uh, it's about an hour. Uh, so this guy went through, and he made a song for every single uh, Enneagram type, and then explained how he made the song and how that relates to the Enneagram types. He talks about the... So if he's making a song for ones, he's only using one musicians. So then he talks about how the one musicians all came together to figure out how to produce the song. What's um, it called again? The Sleeping at Last podcast. Um, so every single number's on there. You can listen to the song by itself or you can listen to the podcast where he gives a little blurb about uh, his work. Then you hear the song. And then he breaks it down and he goes, yeah, and when you heard this song, it's supposed to, or this part or this sound, it's supposed to resemble the one or what. And then at the end, he talks about like, these are huge. Yeah. And then when he talks about uh, like what the ones are stressed about, he has a bunch of ones right in to a show and record a sound, whether it's the ocean or or it's whatever, and they explain the meaning, and then he samples that into the song. Whoa. Um, so it's super layered. It's uh, There's nine episodes, obviously, because there's nine types. Um, and they're really good. I've listened to them all. Um, so if you're like, eh, I don't really care about the Enneagram uh, like system, there's a song made for you and your number. So maybe that's some inspiration mm-hmm. to go and figure out your type. So with that being said... Uh, I think this is it for this week. Thanks for tuning in, and you will hear us next week. Peace.